Welcome to Walking Together, a podcast all about encouraging each other as we follow Jesus together. I'm your host, Dennis Lavelle. Let's start walking. I read recently about a man named Wolfgang Dierks, a divorced, disabled loner who was found deceased in his apartment in Bonn, Germany in December of 1998, five years after he died. He was 43, and he died watching television. Neighbors didn't notice his absence. His landlord came by after the bank account from which his rent was paid dried up. A TV guide was still sitting on the lap of Dirk's skeleton, and it was open to the page of December 5, 1993, the apparent date of his death. The television had long since stopped working, but I don't know how the building didn't burn down because the lights on his 1993 Christmas tree were still glowing. When God created us, he said in Genesis 2.18, it is not good that man should be alone. And while we're quick to apply this verse to finding a marriage partner, in reality, God is stating that we were created to be in relationship with him first, but also with the people he puts in our path. And one of the greatest things we can do to develop relationships is to find a need and meet it. Honestly, it's not too hard to spot someone who's needing a friend. You can see it in their body language, in their eyes, the way they detach themselves from others. But listen, loneliness usually isn't the absence of people, but purpose. Something has happened which has derailed their forward progress, and they don't know which way to go. They seem to have lost their goal and their traction and their purpose. So what am I supposed to do about that? Well, we need to show a true interest in where people are hurting. Invite them to coffee. And when you talk with them, resist making your own issues and worries the aim of the conversation. You see, Philippians 2, verses 3 and 4 says, Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory. What does that mean? It means no conceit, no selfish ambition, but in lowliness of mind, in humility, let each esteem others better than yourself. In 1 Samuel, we read about Abishai. And Abishai is David's right-hand military guy. And you already know this, and David did too, but sometimes the people we surround ourselves with Don't always give us good advice, do they? Two times, Abishai told David, come on, let's kill King Saul. You're the next king anyway. One time was in a cave, and the other time was when they entered the camp where Saul and his army was sleeping, and he took Saul's spear and his water jug. And both of those times showed that he ignored Abishai's advice and did what was right. And see, David didn't trust Saul, because Saul kept trying to kill him, and Saul didn't trust David, and that's why he wanted to kill him. So there was distrust on both sides. But listen, God never commanded us to trust people. He commanded us to love people and trust him. Did you catch that? We are commanded to love people, but to trust him. So what are we supposed to do when we get into a situation where we don't trust the people around us? Well, you still love them, but your trust is placed in the only one who will never let you down, and that's God himself. 
Psalm 118 verse 8 says, It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. And there's a reason for that. Jeremiah tells us that our heart is wicked and deceitful, and we can't trust it. So if I can't trust my own heart, I'm certainly not going to trust yours. And Jesus said it like this in Matthew 15, From out of the heart come evil thoughts and murder, adultery, all sexual immorality, theft, false witness, lying, and slander. You get the idea. It's really hard to trust someone when you know that all that stuff is brewing in their heart, right? And for those of you who are raising teenagers and you're at the point where you're not sure if you can trust them, just remember what God has gifted you and entrusted to you. Listen to me. You may work long hours to buy everything they need and to put a roof over their head, and more than likely they're not grateful for it. But listen. It's not what you leave behind for your kids. It's what you leave in them. That's your legacy. Your greatest contribution to the kingdom of God may not be something you do, but someone you raise. And your teen or your colleague at work may be struggling with loneliness. And again, it's not the absence of people, but an absence of purpose. So be generous to others with your time and your talents and your treasure. Invest in someone's life other than your own. Now, not everyone will accept what you offer, but if you keep reaching out with a gracious spirit, I guarantee someone will. Well, I'm thankful you took the time to listen today. There are two things that you can do today, one to help yourself out and one to help us out. Altogether, they'll take about 60 seconds. If you wanna help yourself out, Subscribe to this podcast so that it automatically downloads the next episode when it's available. If you want to help us out, we'd love for you to give us a rating, preferably five stars, and a quick review. So thanks again for taking the time to listen as we continue walking with the Lord together. Music